Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, really feeling what we're going to talk about today, like feeling it deep. It was funny. Chris, the other day, watched a video that I had made. I texted him and asked asked for his thoughts on it. And he goes, well, that hits you right in the feels. And that's how I feel about today's episode. It hit me right in the feels, not in an emotional way. So don't worry about that if that's not your thing. But I heard something. I don't even know where I heard it. Just a single statement. I don't know if somebody said it. I don't know. And it went through me like with conviction. I mean, it slayed me instantly. And to some of you, it might sound strange, but I think as we break it down, you're going to get it the way that I got it. But the single line that I heard was, I fight for my relationships. I fight for my relationships. This is not a relationship episode, okay? I am I am not a relationship expert. I do not play one on the internet. I do not play one on the podcast. You guys know my first marriage ended in divorce. My current marriage, I love my husband, but we are not perfect by a hundred million miles. It slayed me because I haven't always been the person who fights for my relationships. And as I thought about it, It initially wasn't like, oh, I need to talk about this on the podcast. It was more like, oh, I need to think about what that means for me. And then as I did that, as I thought about what would that mean, what would that take, what would that require, then I started thinking about what it means, what it takes, what it requires to be the kind of person who fights for their health, to be the kind of person who fights for their financial freedom for their happiness, for their fitness, for their business, all of the above. So though it came to me initially with regards to relationships, and I think there's a lot there that I know I needed, I took a lot more away from it that I want to talk about. And so I want to start with the relationship piece. But again, I'm not a relationship expert. That's not what today's episode is about. Stay with me because... This just has so much application to health, money, fitness, business, and relationships, all of the above. So when I heard this, I fight for my relationships, I immediately felt kind of convicted very clearly because I haven't always been that person. And I don't even mean in my first marriage, I'm speaking specifically about like friendships Um, or other romantic relationships that weren't marriage relationships. Things would happen where some person would drift, either me or the other person, and I'd just kind of like, okay. I didn't 
go after people I, I didn't fight for the relationship. And it's one thing that I have always loved most about my husband, that his same best friends today are the same ones he's had since preschool. And I love it because it's such a departure from me in my life. I I am very honest about the fact that I have zero friends from elementary school remaining, zero friends from middle school remaining, zero friends from high school remaining. There are a couple people that I'm like acquaintances with, like I follow them on social media, but we're not friends. I don't have their phone number or anything like that. We don't go out. We don't get together. And there are a lot of reasons for that. But I love that about my husband, that he has many other friends as well, people he's met since preschool. But this core group of people, it's not just him and one other person. It's, it's a group of five or six of them. Since preschool, they're all still friends. They're all still close. And yes, without a doubt, they annoy each other. They get in fights. They have periods of time where somebody moves away or goes off the grid, but they come back and they bring each other back and they forgive each other and they let stuff go. They don't hold grudges. It inspires the heck out of me. It really does. When it came to my own relationships and why, you know, a lot of people wonder like, what do you mean you don't have any friends from high school or from college? And that's, that's just crazy to some people. A lot of it came from my insecurity about my weight, right? Remember, I have been overweight since it was an issue for me in elementary school. And I let that insecurity keep me from a lot of things. And it was a reason that I told myself I put walls up. It was the reason that I didn't initiate friendships. And if if I wanted to do something, I wouldn't put myself out there. I really was very passive about friendships for most of my life. And then in adulthood, just to be very very frank about it, I focused more on work. I focused a lot more on work, a lot, a lot, a lot more on work. And there were, I don't know, decades of my life where I just didn't prioritize relationships. And I don't don't like that. So when I heard this, I fight for my relationships. It really, really struck me. And one of the questions that I asked myself, I, when I heard it, I made myself a note in my phone and I have a, I leave tons of notes to myself in my phone and then I make sure I go back through them so that it's not just a one and done thing. And I was driving one day and thinking, what does that mean to fight for relationships? Like, what would that take? Certainly effort, certainly being engaged, not being passive as I've been in the past. But I also think that so much of it requires focusing on the present and not on the past. Because, you know, when I think of my husband and his group of friends, any one of them could focus on the past and things somebody has done that they didn't like, that annoyed them, that hurt them. I mean, they've they've hurt each other. They really have. If they focused on that, then it would be really, really hard to continue the friendship. But they're really brilliant at all of them. I give them all so much credit at just focusing on the present and not carrying forward everything that somebody has done that they didn't like, that they didn't agree with, that hurt them, that frustrated them. That's a gift. And so as I looked at that kind of short list 
that initially came to my mind it takes effort, it takes engagement, it takes focusing on the present and not on the past. I was like, that's what it would take to be somebody who fights for your health, to be somebody who fights for financial freedom or income diversity or fitness or business. So I'm wondering, what is it that you want to be the kind of person who fights for? Like, you want to be the kind of person who fights for your health. You want to be the kind of person who fights for family closeness. Chris and I have talked about that so much since our daughter Dagny died that we desire family closeness. And for me growing up, we spent, as an as a extended family, we spent summers at our beach house, right? Sometimes people would go up for the weekend or maybe a week here and there. But my memories are that throughout the summer, the family was gathered at the beach house. People would come and go. And it was just so close and so special. And we did birthdays there. And we did the 4th of July there. And we did big cookouts and days on the beach and long walks together and playing games at night. And it just was so amazing. It's easy as we get older to not facilitate those things. And the same thing is true when Chris talks about how his family grew up. They had pizza night once a week, not just for their immediate family, for their extended family. And neither of our families do those things anymore. For our beach house, you know, people live further away and they're talking about renting it out now for income and Chris's family, they just, they don't, they don't do it anymore. And we talk constantly about getting our friends together for game night, for date night, for trips together with families. Some of the best times I had as a kid were when we were going away with other groups of people, not just our immediate family, but whether it was extended family or it was other families that were friends of ours. And it doesn't happen without intentionality, without effort, and without engagement. And it comes down to, will we fight for that or won't we? And what does it take to fight for that? What's it going to look like? I can see that it would be very easy for that to be a goal of ours, the open door policy and having friends here and this, that, and the other thing, and not ever make it happen. So if you want it to really happen, you've got to be clear on what it would take. What is it that you want to fight for? Your fitness, your health, your marriage, family closeness, financial freedom, income diversity. <laughs> you know, for the longest time, I didn't like having my eggs all in one basket financially, either in my career before Primal Potential or even when I started Primal Potential, feeling like, all of my income came through that channel. And I really desired diversifying it so that if primal potential disappeared or I couldn't work, that I absolutely still had other streams of income. And for many years, I didn't do anything about it. I didn't fight for it. There is a difference between valuing, valuing something, understanding how important something is, and actually fighting for it. What is it that you want to be the kind of person who fights for? What is that for you? My list is not short. 
I want to fight for my marriage. I've told you guys this before, but Chris and I were shocked by how many people told us after Dagny died that 80% of couples who lose a child get divorced. I mean, the divorce rate is pretty high in general, but it is significantly higher for couples who lose a child. And at first we were like, well, no, we still are like, why would people tell us that? Like, we don't need to hear the statistics. Thanks. But we wanted to fight for our marriage. And the thing that I learned most about that is that what matters most are the things you do when you want to do them least. You're not fighting for your marriage when you're both in great moods and you want to do something fun together. That's not when you're fighting for your marriage. You're fighting for your marriage when the thing you want to do is storm off. And I think we get that, especially when it comes to things like marriage, but okay, let's think about health. You're not fighting for your health when you work out when you're highly motivated. You're fighting for your health when you work out when it's the last thing you want to do. You've got six valid reasons not to do it. That's when it matters, right? What do you want to fight for? What do you want to fight for and what does that take? My short list was effort, staying engaged, focusing on the present and not the past, but really think about it. What, what does it mean to you? I mean, come up with whatever it is. Like you want to be the kind of person who fights for your financial freedom. Okay, well, what does it look like to fight for that? What does it look like to fight for that? And I genuinely want to know what you're fighting for. In fact, I just kind of decided this off the cuff. I'm going to give away $150 worth of my favorite supplements to one person. And this is how you entered when I usually don't give things away on Monday episodes. But today, eh, just because I'm genuinely curious to know what you want to fight for or what you are fighting for or what you will fight for moving forward. If you post a picture of listening to this episode, so grab a screenshot on your computer or your mobile device, whatever you're listening on, your iPad, and then tag me in it when you post it along with what it is that you are fighting for. Your family, your business, your finances, your health, your fitness can be more than one thing. I'm going to give away to one person who shares $150 worth of my favorite supplements. So what does it take? What does it take, right? I want to be the kind of person who fights for my health. So what does that take? I mean, one of the things I just, I just mentioned, working out when I don't feel like it, when I'm not in the mood, when it's the last thing I want to do. Okay, but that's not all. That's one thing. And with that one thing, before we move on to some other examples, with that one thing, what can I do with it today? Today, as I record this, I already worked out, but all right, tomorrow, I'm going to write a note in my journal next to where it has workout, because it's part of my schedule every day, fight for your fitness, which means doing it when you don't want to do it. I've got to remind myself of it. I've got to turn it into action. It cannot be an intention. You know, I don't really know anybody who doesn't have the intention for strong relationships, but that's not enough. 
my husband and his group of guy friends that have been friends since preschool, they couldn't just have the intention to stay connected. That's, that's not enough. That's not enough. In fact, I, uh, you guys know that I'm coming out with my second book here, you know, relatively soon. And one of the stories that I tell in that book, I haven't shared it yet, first time here. One of the stories that I tell in the book is how in the period after Dagny died, maybe the first six or seven months, I would go for these long walks. A lot of you who follow me on Instagram saw them. I would go for these long walks along the canal near where we live. And one morning I got out there bright and early. It's probably there by 6.30. And when I got there, the canal was already dotted with fishermen. Tons of people fish along this canal, but it's 6.30 in the morning and they're already out there. And I was thinking, man, I wonder what time they got here. I wonder what time they had to get started because, you know, sure, they had to grab their equipment and they had to drive to the canal, but, but it's more than that. They, they had to make sure that they had bait. They had to make sure that they had lures. They had to pack everything up in the car they were driving. They had to make sure that they were dressed appropriately. It's not warm at 6.30 in the morning. They had to make sure they had buckets to keep their fish and ice to keep the fish fresh. And when they got to the canal, you don't just get out of your car and walk to the water. A lot of them then unload bikes and then pack all their gear from the truck onto the bike and ride a mile or two or three or four to a fishing spot. Now, where am I going with this? Well, I realized that all of that work, waking up early, having the bait, having the equipment, getting dressed, driving out there, none of it is enough for them to catch a fish. None of it is enough. That's being prepared, but that's not the same thing. And as I saw them that morning when I was walking, I was like, huh. A lot of times we only do the work to be prepared but we don't do the work that it takes to actually get the job done. It would be crazy for one of these fishermen to get up super, super early, get the bait, get the equipment, pack the truck, drive to the canal, load up the bike, drive, ride the bike to their spot, and then just sit there and never, never cast their line. I mean, that would be crazy, right? But so many of us do that. Maybe we do that when we listen to all the health podcasts, but we don't take action on what we've learned or we've read all these relationship books, but we're not applying any of it because we're giving into our frustration or our annoyance or what so-and-so did yesterday or our expectation that they're going to repeat the same patterns and why bother. Are you doing the work or do you just look like it, right? You can look like the kind of person who fights for your business. But that doesn't mean you're fighting for your business. You can look like the kind of person who fights for their marriage. In fact, I think we all probably know somebody that puts on a really great show when they're out with their spouse and you think they're this amazing couple and then you only find out that they're not at all, that they fight like cats and dogs or that they've both been unfaithful or that, you know, any number of things. So are you fighting for it or do you just look like it? If you're the kind of person who listens to a million self-development podcasts but doesn't really do the work, you're not fighting for yourself. You just look like it. So what does it really look like 
to fight for that thing. One of the things that I've gotten really good at fighting for is financial security, financial independence, financial diversity. I've always valued it. I've always wanted it. For my entire adult life, I've been the kind of person who listens to financial podcasts and reads financial books and consults with financial experts, even pays financial experts. But I wasn't always doing what it took, even though I looked like it. You know, now, one of the things I do when I think about what it takes, effort, engagement, focusing on the present and not the past, I do a net worth spreadsheet that I update at the end of every single month. So anything I owe, all the assets that I have, I update it every month. Because without that, it's really easy to not pay attention. You think like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I have a budget. Yeah, maybe you have a budget, but the money you have invested is not returning or you're losing money or your investments are doing well, but you're draining your bank account balances or you're earning a lot of money but you're spending a lot of money. You know, you got a raise, that's awesome. And you're thinking, I'm totally doing a lot for my finances, but you're spending more than you were spending before. So it's almost like you didn't really get that raise at all, except for the stuff that you now have to show for it. If you say you're going to be somebody who fights for your finances, what does that look like? What would you do? What would you not do? At what interval, right? I fight for my business. I talk to a lot of people who want to be self-employed, want to start a business, but they're not fighting for it. I talked to somebody not long ago who was ready to quit in the research phase. Hadn't even made her first $5,000 and she was ready to quit. I talked to somebody else who Hey, they got it up off the ground, but inside of the first two years, they were ready to quit. Now, totally fine if that's the case and you don't want to be the kind of person who fights for your business, but if you want to be the kind of person who fights for your business, that's not what that looks like. What does it look like to fight for your business? For me right now, it has meant being creative and resourceful and having a lot of conversations with a lot of new people in a time of transition. Other times that weren't times of transition, but they were maybe times of big growth, it required real focus and real hard work and just head down, nose to the grindstone. But what does it look like for you? It's not going to look the same for all of us, and we're not all going to be fighting for the same things. And in different seasons, we might need to focus more on fighting in one area than another. You might really need to fight less for your career right now and fight more for your family. Or you might need to fight less for yourself right now and fight more for your finances. What do you want to fight for? And what does that look like? And listen, if your first thought is, I don't know, that's okay. But hear me on this. That is where you start. That is not where you stop. I don't know is where you start. It is not where you stop. 
What ideas do you have? Who can you talk to and brainstorm with? What possibilities are there? What dreams do you have? What changes do you want to make? What do you want to fight for? And I want to remind you guys, just randomly decided in the middle of this episode, I'm going to give away to one of you $150 worth of my favorite supplements. And I'm going to pick the winner based on who takes a picture of listening to this episode on their phone, on their tablet, wherever you're listening, posts it on social, tags me, and includes, I'm fighting for blank. What is it that you are fighting for? I fight for my relationships. I fight for a family that's close. I fight for a house that is open to all of our friends and is full of love and good times. I fight for my health. I fight for my fitness, for my business, for my finances. And different days take different focuses. I mean, that's why I love the Changemakers Journal so much, to be honest with you, is because it forces me every single day to identify three different areas of my life that I'm investing in, right? It's not just a to-do list because to be perfectly honest, when I just do a to-do list, it's mostly the stuff that doesn't matter most in my life. Like my list today is work, which I love, but it's not the most important thing in my life. And then some like random household stuff, you know, organizing the closet, doing this, doing that. But in the Changemaker's Journal, it forces me to identify three areas of my life that I'm going to invest in and how. And I, and I love that because there are so many other areas I want to invest in. There are so many areas that I want to fight for. What is it that you want to fight for? What does it take? What does it look like? And what will you do about it today? Tag me in your posts. Somebody's going to get $150 worth of free supplements tag me, tag me. I want to know what you're fighting for. And I want you to start today. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.